1: All right, everybody. I don't usually do this, but uh, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. Kind of starting off a little bit different this week because we've got a brand new intro thanks to Davis Peng, and I wanted to give it proper due here. So let's rock and roll. See you in a few minutes. The Fantasy Six
2: Pack Hour. With your host, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. Sit down.
1: <laughs> uh, that's awesome i don't know no, why no. the layout was all weird but that was uh that was pretty dope man i i loved it davis if Thank you're watching you uh that well was done. amazing uh very well done <laughs> love the retro throwback uh as we've been using that tecmo bowl you know music for a while and uh, i had to pull out the uh the Rasbol shirt this year which is just bowl themed obviously so perfect man I, I, I loved it uh i've got another uh kind of themed thing here that we'll do in a second but uh let's jump into things here man so again welcome to the fancy six-pack hour i'm joe bond founder of fantasy six-pack.net with me as usual aj applegarth what is up man
2: uh not much that was that was awesome
1: <laughs> yeah man so uh yeah we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to to get a a baseball version here uh for the next for for you know February shows when those start, so maybe some like I don't know some like RBI baseball or whatever it is from from Nintendo, so that'll be good stuff. So, all right, man. So tonight we are watching the Bengals and the Dolphins play on Thursday night, and Tua just went down with a pretty nasty injury. It was a uh, looks like another concussion. Well, I mean, we say another, but last week wasn't a concussion. I'm doing air quotes. We'd have no idea. Like he basically like stumbled halfway down the field and
2: I'm sorry, what what was that fleet with Mac? Tell me, yeah. us, tell me, sweet little <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, so it was uh Yeah. I mean he's basically like I mean there teams surrounding him at this point. It's 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 bad. You know, he's I don't know if he's knocked unconscious or something, but it's not looking good. You know, his hands did one of those, like these things, like it just kind of all contorted. It was, yeah, not good. So it's bad, man. I, I, uh, I was really digging what, what the dolphins and Tua were doing this year. Um, and it's obviously going to take a massive blow here. If, if, uh, if Tua can't get back on the field soon, but uh, you know, obviously, we we want to see him get get right and get healthy first. Uh, yeah. But the score is seven to six, Cincy, so it's a close ball game right now. We'll see uh, see who pulls it out. But uh, tonight, guys, on the show, what we're going to be talking about is some obviously we'll go through our our rankings review like we usually do the injuries. But before that, we'll be jumping into some some early season busts and some early season overperformers and kind of discuss whether or not we think you should be buying low, selling high, cutting, just holding. You know, this every situation is different here, so we'll we'll get into that and um yeah, so without further ado, let's do our beer of the week. Mm, beer.
2: All right, AJ, what you got, man? Okay. Well, I'm uh Getting a little heady tonight, and drinking the Elysian Dank Dust IPA. it's pretty good. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely, definitely danky. So if you're not swanky enough to drink the danky enough, then don't bother. But if you're into it, go for it. <laughs> nice. Um. <clears throat> so.
1: My little uh, extra thing that I, I had to go with the theme of the new intro and my shirt is I bought this beer about five weeks ago. It was a four pack, and once I knew the direction that Davis was going with this, I held it on to the last one for about three weeks. It is from Crooked Crab Brewing, and I got to show the can here. Hopefully, you are watching or can watch, and if you're not watching. Uh, and you're just listening, go over to YouTube and watch this because it is phenomenal. Couldn't be any better. Crab arcade, and it's literally a picture of a crab playing a video game, an arcade machine. And it goes right with the intro uh, video where you know it's the zoom in of the arcade machine and the tech mobile and all the pixelated, you know old old style graphics. Um so it is. It it is good, and and I've had this. I believe I gave this a four and a quarter on Untapped, but uh, it is it is very tasty.
2: Okay, well, so. you, you sir, are growing up. You're uh, just flourishing right before our eyes here with this all this uh, combining and and coordinating. Like, who are you? <laughs> what did you do with my co host?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got nothing for that man. Um, anyway, let's jump in here to, to some, um, I'm actually trying to type out the tweet as we talk right now. So it's not very going very well because I've been talking too much. Anyway, let's jump in here to our discussion of some early season busts and over performers. And we're going to try to just rip through positions and, and, and go that way. So, some early season quarterback busts. My number one here, AJ is Tom Brady. And I hesitated putting him on here because we know mm. he's been dealing with injuries, you know, with the receiving core. And of course, last week was the suspension with Mike Evans on top of that. So I hesitated putting him on there, but at the same time, week one wasn't very pretty either with him. Nice. And, they had everybody for the majority of that game. And, you know, I I looked at it as, you know, the O-line's been kind of busted and we knew that was happening. You know, he missed a bunch of time in the preseason with that team. And you wonder if it's just really kind of caught up. And, you know, I guess the question, right, to you is – is he, you know, what are you doing with him? Buying low, selling high, you just holding hope. And if you have him, are you holding? Are you just, or is he just like, a, you know what, I, I'm out. I'm just going to, you know, if I can't sell him, I'm going to cut him type of deal. What What are you doing? Like, how? what are you thinking with, with Brady right now? It's hard.
2: Yeah, I mean, I still feel like he's going to put together a very solid season overall. I mean, there's too much talent on that team for him not to. Um, assuming that he's healthy and, and, you know, wants to go and can, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd be fine selling them right now. Uh, if there's somebody that really believes in him and, and, you know, wants to go after it, then sure. Why not? You know, go ahead and sell them, especially if it's going to get you something that you need more right now. I mean, if you can get, uh, I don't want to say a lesser quarterback but you know somebody who's just kind of playing well enough and someone you like yeah I I wouldn't mind tying them in with with another position player that's going to help my team
1: Yeah you get one of those you know you know what you know I don't know if somebody's really buying back into Tom Brady I think and they they want to give you at least, like, a mid-tier QB2, you know, who has QB1 upside on on certain weeks, right, I would do that. As long as they're packaging, like, a decent player with him, you know, you build depth with it. I don't know if anybody's really doing that right now is kind of the problem. Uh, I think everybody's kind of waiting and seeing with Brady, at least in the leagues I'm in. Like, nobody's really, like, going like, oh, yeah, no, Brady's awesome. He's going to be cool. Like, I think a lot of the leagues I'm in – very savvy players and they all have the same concerns that we do. So uh, I'm kind of with you. uh, There's probably not a whole lot you can do with him. I think if you have him, you're holding, you might have to play matchups with him right now and and hope, you know, maybe wait and see if he can finally start getting going and and you might miss the first, you know, blow up game from him, but it hasn't been pretty early. So, um, but I mean,
2: these guys are going to come back too. I mean, Obviously yeah, Evans I will be so. back this week. You know, he's QB twenty-eight right now, by the way. It is not good. No. <laughs> he was being drafted. QB eight. A, lot of, a lot, of, lot of talent, a lot of good, you know, players that can help him be a valuable fantasy asset. Absolutely. But they need to play and, and you know. They need to get Godwin and everybody team. else
1: back for sure. Yeah. That's going to help immensely. But uh yeah so jumping over here to another guy I had and it's uh it's mr Aaron rodgers um you know being drafted around qB nine-ish and he's the QB 26 so also not good you know we had concerns with him in the off season and everybody says you know you you heard it oh it's Aaron rodgers he'll figure it out will really? he I mean, he has his So Last week looked much better. Right? drinking
2: enough of that tea.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, last week looked, looked a lot better. I guess a good Tampa offense. So there's maybe a glimmer of hope here, right? Uh, I mean, uh, Dobbs uh, kind of shined last week uh, with a couple guys banged up. I mean, Watkins is now out for the year, so maybe Dobbs gets a huge boost here. Um, Lazard didn't play week one, kind of played week two really bounced back in week three kind of like i expected um so what's what's your thoughts on rogers here do you think he's going to figure it out with these guys or is he's just going to struggle kind of all year to just hang on to that back end qb1 territory and we're just going to be frustrated as hell with him
2: yeah i think he's going to stick around the lower qb1 you know at best uh but i i just see him being a an earlier qb2 right now i mean i just you can't trust him you know because he can't trust his receivers you know granted there's been some injury issues there too so it's a little bit more of a wait and see but i mean if it doesn't start getting better when when these guys are healthy and especially uh you know lazard coming back is big because that's his his main safety net i feel like i mean mean, yeah at least
1: this year for now at least in the beginning
2: yeah. I mean, but he's got he's got the two running backs. Granted Dylan's a little banged up, but you know, the, again, there's there's talent on the team. You know, he's just he just looks old right now.
1: I don't I don't know if it's really that or if it's everything it really is just he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have a Devontae Adams, you know, he doesn't have that stud. Uh and, and I think that's really hurting him. And again, that was one of those things where that's why he was a big fade for me. Um I wanted one of those running back those quarterbacks in the in the drafts that had that could run, right? Rogers isn't gonna run anymore. Uh I wanted one of those guys. And if I missed on that, I mean we were looking at what, Brady, Rogers. Stafford, who had an elbow injury, who yeah. has thrown a crazy amount of picks already this year. It looked okay, but crazy amount yeah. of picks. If I missed on all those guys, if I missed on all those, you know, like the Hertz and, you know, sadly Lance, right? You know, like whatever, you can't predict that, right? But yeah. if I missed on on all, all those top guys, I missed on Hertz and Lance, I was willing to wait for Carr, Cousins, and just kind of figured I, I would take two and just figure it out, because um, I, I didn't I didn't trust Rogers. I didn't trust I you know I was sort of in on Wilson, and we'll get to that one in a second here, um, yeah. but that obviously hasn't worked out. But yeah, I was I was willing to I was willing to wait and just pass on these guys. And, and again, you know, I, like I just said, Russell Wilson, the next one on this list here, and he has. Not looked good, and some of it I don't feel like is totally his fault um this time management play calling has just looked atrocious yeah. um some of it though, like you know we, we used to say back when he played for Seattle right that oh you know the offensive line wasn't great at least pass blocking wise now I'm just starting to think Russell Wilson just holds on to this ball way too damn long, dude, start reading some defenses and throw the ball right into some gaps. Cause he's still getting sacked legend, right? Running around like an idiot and he's not fast anymore. So like he's, he's getting burned by it. Oh. And um, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a Lamar Jackson where like, you know, his speed was up here. His speed was here to start with. And he was just like a smart scrambler. So now that he's not a great passer out of it, it's not working. And, I don't know. Something, something's got to give. I, I kind of feel like there's still room for him to grow, but it's not. It's not looking good right now. So, what's your thoughts on Russell Wilson?
2: Uh, disappointment. <laughs> um, <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's it's tough to to look at this and and all three of these guys. Like, they're, I feel like almost like our generations QBs, um, because we've grown old with them, um. Obviously, Wilson's not as old as the other two, but working his way there, and and he just doesn't look comfortable on the field right now. No, he um, definitely doesn't. I, you know, I I do have a couple shares of him on on some leagues, but I'm benching him. I'm like looking for streaming options at this point with him, <laughs> him until he starts showing me something better. Um. I
1: sadly have him in 14 team leagues where there aren't good backup quarterbacks available. So I'm just stuck with him, honestly, like there's nothing I can do, which really sucks. Yeah. Um, So I'm just hoping and praying he makes, he makes it work.
2: Yeah. And again, common theme that we've got here, lots of talent around him to, you know, to help his performance succeed outside of Rogers, I guess. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, Rogers is, I mean, he's still got talented running backs and one receiver, um, but yeah, I mean Wilson's got a great receiving, you know, tandem, uh, and then you throw Hamler in there too. Or if Tim Patrick was healthy, unfortunately, you know that would have been another threat there. Um, I just think that they're they got to figure something out with this offense. Otherwise, this could be very well could be the first firing of the season for head coach because he, is that, 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 that'd be um, pretty rough, but I, yeah, it, it wouldn't
1: totally surprise me. I mean, he's just, he has botched many opportunities. I mean, that, that very yeah. first game where it wasn't calling timeouts uh, and I, then just like, in yeah. spite called him at the end of the game. You're like, what are you doing? This game's over. You can't even like, even if you call all three, you're not going to like make this up. Like you're an idiot. Um, I got to throw this one out here just because like, I mean, Yes, it's a bus, but it's not quite as like hurtful of a bus as some of these other guys. But just yeah. in fields.
2: <laughs> One of what? these things is not like the other. <laughs> oh living
1: hell is going on. Let me give you a stat. He is he has thrown forty five passing attempts before week th- as of week three. Do you want to guess what number of quarterback he ranks in passing attempts
2: uh very low <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm like trying to scroll to figure out just how low is low um last yeah, wow right uh 30th he is it uh no. He is
1: uh, thirty thirty second. Uh, um which means, by the way, that he has been passed by quarterbacks who have not started all three games. Cooper Rush. <laughs> um he's still he's only fourteen passing attempts ahead of Trey
0: Lance. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, too.
1: Garoppolo actually has more than him. Garoppolo passed him. That was the other one I was looking at. Yeah. So, I I just – I don't know. Like, obviously, if you have – if you have Justin Fields as your quarterback, I mean, you had to have had a different option at this point. Um, And clearly, in my opinion, I mean, I think he's a straight cuttable. I would – Hope that you would agree on that.
2: No, man, I'm building for the future. Yeah, really. <laughs> Yes. I do have him right. in
1: the dynasty league.
2: Definitely cut.
1: But I also have Trevor Lawrence. Fields has not come anywhere close to my starting lineup.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, let's yeah. look at some some overperformers <coughs> here from the QB position. Uh, and the two we have listed here are are interesting for a couple of reasons. Um the first one here is uh my boy Carson Wentz. No, not my boy. But I mean, Wentz has actually been pretty good. <laughs> um as as much as it pains me to say that, aside from the uh, the nine sacks that he took last week against the Eagles, um, which I'm more than okay with. You know, he's still got decent stats. Um, you know, he's he's putting up some numbers and, and you know I think this is what the football team needed just somebody that could get out there you know take a beating still has you know some decent uh, you know throws and, and thoughts I guess but you know he is an interception prone dude granted he's only got three mm-hmm. um, so far this year so you know seven touchdowns like I said, 15 sacks. He's tied for the league lead with Joe Burrow. Not Decimated last enough. week by
1: Philly, man. Holy cow! Yeah, he that was. was uh, you that take was that game else, out,
2: and he's you know one of the lowest amount. Nine um, sacks. Yeah. So, what are your? Yeah, what are your thoughts on Carson Wensington? I mean,
1: scheme. I think. You know, I, I said this um, in in one of my, my Bonds banter articles. Thank you for that name, AJ, by the way. Um, yeah. I said this Creativity after the Detroit game. Born overnight. I guess. Right. I don't know. So I said this in after the week two Bonds banter article was that at this point, Carson Wentz Probably needs to be picked up in your league if you are struggling at quarterback, right? And yes, last week didn't go well. Was I expecting, you know, 27 and 27 points from him every single week? Hell no. <coughs> Was I expecting 8.6 points from him, you know, every week, which is what he got last week? No. No. He's probably somewhere in that streamable quarterback range at this point for for a couple of reasons, right? Look, I still don't think he's like completely washed. No. Do I think he's what he was when he played for Philly and had that like MVP run? No. Everybody knows that at this point. The oh, injuries have just and caught it. up to him. Yeah. He's not he's not the runner he was. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the Washington defense, as much as I thought it might bounce back this year, is clearly not going to. So, he's going to be throwing a lot. And he did last game, too. It just... 43 you know, attempts. Teams, Philly just teed off on him. Um, yeah. You know, 41, 46, and 43 pass attempts. So, he's going to be playing from behind a lot. And so, the the opportunity is going to be there for him. So, he... If he's your second quarterback and you're in a league where you need to hold two quarterbacks or, you know, you've got... I don't even like... Let's be real. Like, even Kirk Cousins is still a streamable quarterback. He might finish QB 11 again, but he's still a streamable quarterback because he's, you know, he's not a lock in. You got to start him every week just because he's going to finish QB 11. Yeah. He'll be QB 11 because he's QB 8, QB 9, QB 16, QB 12, QB 14, QB 18. He just kind of fluctuates, right? So at the end of the year, he'll be QB 11. You know, that's what he's done. Carson Wentz on the off weeks where, you know, Kirk Cousins is playing. I don't know who's, who's uh, top Dutch defense this year. Well, um, yeah. I mean, right now. Yeah, absolutely. he you know, so, plays the Eagles, right. You know, he, he plays one of these lockdown defenses, right. You know, Tampa, you know, pretty good too right now. So uh-huh. when cousins plays one of these yeah. lockdown defenses, right. Or plays Monday night, <laughs> then, then you throw in Carson Wentz. Like that's what you do with him. Or, you yeah. know, if you're just streaming defense, streaming quarterbacks, Carson Wentz is going to be a guy that you are going to pick up and start. So that's what I think you do with him. He's yeah. cuttable. He's probably nobody's trading for him because you are not going to get anything for it uh, unless somebody's totally desperate. But you know he'll he's worth being on a roster off and on all season. That's
2: yeah. So the the last thing I'll say on Wentz too is you know looking at the first two games where he obviously had a much higher uh, percentage completion percentage, you know almost dead nuts the same at 65.9 65.2 mm-hmm. but his yards per average were at seven six and seven three yeah so take the philly game into it and he's below five um and he had you know less than 60 percent completion percentage yet he still had so many attempts so versus these other teams where he's going to have a better chance at throwing on these defenses as well as, um, you know, Washington's defense not being great and him having to throw a lot to stay in games or, or win them. I mean that, that yards per average is going to go up. Therefore it's just going to help out um, as long as his completion percentage can stay consistent. I think he's going to be a, a, you know, a viable starter, uh, definitely stream worthy, um, and, and possibly a matchups play for, for your super flex leagues. So that's what I'll, I'll finish out with on him. And the interesting point that the other overperformer we have here is, uh, the guy that was drafted right ahead of Carson Wentz, Mr. Jared Goff now in the Detroit lions offense, um, what about what? What about golf? What's what's going on here? Is this uh, smoking mirrors? Is this <laughs> the golf number one QB overall? eleven on the here? By
1: the way, um, I mean, look, he's done it before. A very good offense. Granted, that was McVeigh and the Rams. Um, so this is different. Look, like, I mean, he's had two pretty mediocre games: a fifteen-point game, a thirteen-point game, and a twenty-six-point game. Of course, against Washington, right? Uh, as I just said, their defense is absolute—you know, dog pile. Do you want know You know what I want to? You know what I actually wanted to say? Um, Pooh. Golf, Poof. yeah, Goff Golf is gonna be—he's gonna have some games, you know. The the offense is far better this this season. They're all healthy. Amon Ron St. Brown is amazing. Uh, yeah. This dude is for real. And I f- like we were we were dead wrong on you know not trusting him <laughs> coming into the season. We have all been proven wrong on that. Um, Hawkinson is good, but you know he's not a focal point on the offense right now. Swift when healthy is awesome. Jamal Williams is good. Uh, They've got, you know, DJ shark is, is showing things. Josh Reynolds is showing things. I mean, he's got guys and, and, you know, eventually uh, Jameson Williams is going to come back And to where I don't really think Williams is going to be a big factor. I think it's only going to help. Right. So golf's going to have some weeks, man. He's just going to be very inconsistent. He's going to have, you know, Really good weeks and then like kind of blah weeks. But like his blah weeks, I don't think are gonna be as bad as they were last year and even the year before, where it was like single digits, you yeah. know. So yeah. he's he's going to far surpass his ADP uh after is what I'm thinking after what I've seen for the first three weeks. So again, he's falling into that streamable quarterback range for sure, but that's about as high as I'm going with him. You know, I'm not not going out and like targeting him in a trade, or you know, look if somebody really wants to believe in it, fine. Uh Go ahead and bye bye. He's off my team. He's, yeah, I mean, he's very he touchdown
0: dependent in my eyes.
1: Yeah, he, he because yeah,
0: they they like to run in they the do. red zone, right yeah. on the goal line, so much with Jamal Williams. They
1: do. You're right.
0: So. It, it really is dependent on if he can get, you know, two to three touchdowns a game. Because if he's not getting those two to three touchdowns a game, he's probably going to just be that subpar quarterback, you know, 15, 20 points.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, yeah, yeah it doesn't kill you. And, again, he, it's almost like the Kirk Cousins effect, right, where he doesn't kill you, but it's not going to win you the week. But he'll finish, like, overall in the year, like, top 15, just because he wasn't, like, horrible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, like that tough. that's kind of how it, it falls with, with him. But uh, we do have a question before we jump over here to running backs and it is a good friend, Bob Dole here. Um, so the usual question Stafford or Murray this week, um, Bob, I, 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 I love you jumping on and, ma- and asking the questions, but um, this is going to be Murray for a long time. Uh, I'm never sitting Murray for Stafford just because of the rushing upside. Yeah. Um, Probably ninety-nine times out of a hundred. So you can keep asking, but I'm probably gonna give you the same answer every week.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Murray. Yeah. Stafford, you're dead to me almost. Almost. I mean
1: Stafford's fine, but he's just not oh, he, he's, he's is- not he's not going crazy anymore. You know, Cup is doing yeah. fine, but Stafford, you know, twenty-nine and ten and twenty-seven can be finishes right now, just not getting it done. Murray also kinda Nah, but you know his legs can kind of carry him last week was bad but you know he kind of pulls the rabbit out of the hat and makes things happen at times and that makes it just enough of a difference for for it to be murray so yeah anyway thanks for the question bob uh let's move on here to our running back busts and i've got a bunch here try to rip through these a little bit faster here i'm just gonna ask you with, with these guys and i'll let you pick one and i'll pick one so So, first off, I'm going to say it's pretty much every top early round running back has been awful this year. Um, Outside of, like, Saquon, who has, you know, done some things. So, so good for him. And I had the other guy up here. Where did he go? Um, I mean, Nick Chubb had a game, but we weren't, like, super excited about him, uh, you know, before week three. So, it's just, like, one game for him. But these other guys, man. They haven't quite lived up to what we expected. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor may not be a bust, right? He's number 10. Christian McCaffrey is 11. They were 1 and 2. Henry's 12. You know, Eckler 20. Not quite bust, but it's... Uh, we're not feeling great about it. Cook is 22. He was drafted 5th. But here are the guys, right? Kamara, right? I know he missed time with injury, but he hasn't even looked good when he was on the field, right? It just hasn't. It just hasn't been there. Najee Harris, he you know if he hasn't fallen, if he hadn't fallen into the end zone a couple of times, we wouldn't not like he wouldn't even be running back eleven or not seventeen. He wouldn't even be close. It's been bad. Austin Eckler, right? Um, yeah, he's he's running back twenty right now, but I mean, come on, he was like the third or fourth running back taken in most drafts. Yeah. Yeah, he, he hasn't scored yet. You know, Which one of these guys do you want to take and, and kind of talk on and, and it? I'll, and I'll pick one of the other ones.
2: I mean, to me, I, I'm going to go with Eckler because it, it is the most surprising to me. Um, like I said, he was, he was taken over Taylor in some drafts that I was in. He was taken over uh, CMC. Um, I haven't seen him taken before both of them, but I mean, he's, he was looked at as such a high upside guy. You know, he's got the receiving ability. He's got the rushing ability. He's on a high powered offense, checks all the boxes, but he's not getting it done. I mean, he's, he's not getting the, uh, the opportunity as much this year. Um, I don't know why, but you know maybe they're going to rely more on on receivers. Okay, great, but you know he's got to be able to, to get his. I think that the one thing moving forward is the hope that he's still going to be the main threat in the red zone and at the goal line. Um, he's going to be the the trusted option there. So, you know, his touchdown dependency may kind of creep into this a little bit, but I I'm holding on him. I'm not, you know, not dumping him or anything like that. You know, I'm still starting him because it's just going to be one week yeah. and he's going to take off.
1: <laughs> Agreed. I um you know, my 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 take on him right now is that he is seeing just an immense amount of targets on that team. I think it's like 20% target share on the team right now, which is just crazy. And I know Keenan Allen's out, but uh, you have to imagine, you know, right now the yards per carry, the yards per catch are just way down. Um, I think just law of averages, you know, positive regression, if we want to say that, is going to creep up for him. The the red zone usage is the thing that really does get me for him, and that one actually concerns me. It's just not there. Third down usage isn't there for him. It's just weird. It's like you would think that would be where he's at um on the field, but it's just not. So I mean again, he's a hold because I think you're gonna have to sell super low. Um but it's it's just not um yeah. This is not there for him. So the guy I want to touch on is Najee Harris. And um man, I don't I don't know what to say about him right now. It's unfortunate. This offense is just miserable. Um, you know, the the volume is there for him. 10 15 to 15 attempts. Uh he's seen, you know, not as much work in the passing game as uh, as we were hoping for f- from last season. But I mean, again, you know, if he hadn't fallen to the end zone. Now twice, once on, uh, once on a pass in in week one, a very short pass, and then once on a very short run in week three. Um, he, we wouldn't we wouldn't even be looking at him within the top twenty running backs. I mean, we'd be looking yeah. outside top top forty probably. Um, that's how bad it is for him. So, this offense has got to get going. I, I know the coaching staff wanted to say you know they're gonna keep you know keep uh, um, trubisky. trubisky in there all season but I mean at some point they gotta they gotta start scoring points and trubisky's not getting it done and yeah. pickett may not do it either I mean you, you gotta try. And, you know, at some point, like it's just not working. I mean, Mason Deontay Google. Johnson's another one he's, of those guys on that team that. who isn't quite a bust because, you know, especially in like PPR, he's just seeing so much volume. It's carrying him. Yeah. But he's not scoring. At some point, you've got to you gotta score points. And if the quarterback can't move the ball, keep the keep you know, get first downs, you you gotta make the change. You gotta at least try. Um so that that's my concern there, but again, man, like as I said, the, a lot of these early these early round running backs have just not worked out so far this year, and the uh, the zero RB folk are uh, are definitely just licking their lips and you know laughing at everybody else right now. So
2: yes, um, <laughs> so the the overperformers here that we have um i'll just go through the same way cuz you know these guys are all kind of the same um so you got Clyde Edwards Alaire you got Miles Sanders you got Daryl Patterson and then you got James Robinson um i feel like we touched on Robinson a bit last week so we can leave him out of it uh, we talked about Sanders a little bit too i'm going to go ahead and take oh you're getting aren't you are going are take you are not going to ask me
1: I gave you first pick.
2: Oh, yeah. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm taking <laughs> your boy, CEH. I know. Um, I, I was going to take Cordero anyway. So Oh, perfect. All right. So my take on CEH is he is a 100% get the hell off my team. Not cut. Buy. Sell. Get rid of him. There is no way he keeps this up. Uh, his he he is one of the guys who is in my. Should I? Uh, I perfect. I love this. Um, yes, I would actually. I, I know that oh, Bears oh, offense is good. atrocious, but um. I think I would actually. I think the the volume that uh, yeah. David Montgomery gets is uh, sorry. The question for people listening, I don't realize. I always forget yeah. we're not always all. Yeah. The oh, question. Good. So totally. trade totally. Ceh for David Montgomery, um, <laughs> and it is yes, I would do it because again the the snap count is actually not in Ceh's favor. It's actually in Jared McKinnon's favor. Um, yep. The the touches are not 18, in yes. his favor. He is touchdown dependent the pennant right now, and, and yes, he's getting them. But it's just, I don't, I don't believe it's going to continue. Um, it's,
0: it's just. Uh... So I, I'm kind of curious here, Joe. Just out of you know, like I said, curiosity it killed the cat. Would you trade Ch for like who's that? And I'm, I'll just name a guy, <laughs> name a couple players here. It's the voice from the sky. Yes, uh, Antonio Gibson, right off the bat.
2: Sucks. Mm.
0: Quick. Come on. Give me quick.
2: No,
1: only because I'm all right. I, I think Brian Robinson's coming back sooner than we thought.
0: How about somebody like a James Robinson? Who's kind of dealing with a, a snap situation in uh, Jacksonville. I mean, he's dominating it. it. For James Robinson. Yeah, he, He's or like an ETN. The one who's not benefiting from that snap percentage.
1: I don't think I would do it for ETN, even though I do like ETN. James Robinson's the tough one, because I kind of do I have think eventually. One more. I think James Save Robinson and in, in, in Edwards Eller are are close, but I, I mean, at this point, I I might I might go James Robinson because at least he's getting you know like he's getting fifteen twenty touches a game right now. Yeah, I, I.
0: Just to give some people I, some I examples like- of who to you know maybe target out there for CEH if if you're holding them
2: yeah all right so Cordero, patterson i mean again i don't i don't know maybe this guy's found a a fountain of youth that you know tom brady was living in until he retired and then whatever
1: um and aj and bob i i've seen your questions we'll get to them in just a second i wanted to get through the running backs before we rip through yours so we're not ignoring you i promise
2: (laughs) um so, I mean, we saw it last year. Okay, this guy came out of nowhere. Maybe now he's the real deal. Yeah, I, eh, no, I mean, I'm still not buying in. If I have shares of him in, in best ball, I'm ecstatic about it. Um, I just It's just too hard for me to believe in this. Um, it, it was one year. And he's been in the league for a lot more than one year. So um, I don't know. Maybe he's found his uh, his calling here in the, in the ATL. But I just don't. I just don't see him being able to keep this up. I'm with you on that a little bit, AJ.
1: I don't think he's going to keep up this pace right now because what is he he's running back I put it on this list here he is running back five right yeah. now uh and ha- these are half ppr leagues that I, I go off of uh I like to go right down in the middle
0: the reason why is
1: I mean his season total he's only got 62 percent of the snap share but I mean like look in reality though like he's He's just outperforming everybody else on this team as far as running backs go by a old, such a large amount. I don't see any one of them even getting close to contending for, for carries at this point. Um, you know, it was supposed to be Damian Williams, but he's now on the IR, so he's out for a while. Um it, I like Patterson, man. Like the guy runs hard. Uh He's a big guy. He's hard to bring down. You know, like he's yeah, tall. He's, don't get me wrong. A he's big a big dude. Man, he's six two. Uh, he's so I really do like two, him. I, but I just honestly like. I don't know if he can keep it up. I get it, and and, and that's kind of why. I'm like he's almost a buy high for me, which is weird to say because I feel like okay. there are people like you yeah. who probably have him in leagues that are like oh this isn't believable i'm just going to i'm going to i'm going to try to sell high right
2: yeah i'll, I'll take people him. Are like fine
1: i'll take him cuz you know yeah. what because you're willing to give him up you probably aren't going to get true value for him at least in my That's mind a great point you know you're you're probably willing to trade off for one of these you know the these sort of early bus guys like like i would never trade for cr- Cordero Patterson and give up like a Najee or a Camaro or an Eckler mm. or something like that. But, uh, you want to, you want to give up a, uh, you, you want to, you want to give up like maybe a James Conner. Sure. I'd do that. You want to, you want to give up maybe, uh, maybe yeah. even, honestly, even like a Zeke, I, I might do that, man. Zeke's been he's been mediocre you know we got going back i'm not really sure what's going to happen with that offense you know with the with the busted finger you know um it's going to take a few weeks to get into it happens,
2: so i just hope it goes down there.
1: fiery fiery flames so there, there's some guys you can probably trade who you know have early season hype still at this point maybe and just kind of name value and be like hey, I'll, I'll take Steve pat and run run with it um So let's jump into these questions here. We'll we'll kind of rapid fire through it for Bob here. Uh, So he asked, should I pick up Jimmy G instead? Um, I'm guessing that's based off of the Stafford or Murray. No, uh, you're holding Stafford and Murray. Those are your two quarterbacks. In fact, honestly, Bob, unless it's like a, I'm guessing it's not a Q2 QB league or like a 14 team league or anything like that. I'm trying to get rid of Stafford and get anything for him. You're just you're Murray doesn't have a buy until week thirteen, so you really don't need Stafford pretty much ever, and you'll figure out week thirteen at that point, you know. And if Murray goes down, Stafford's not winning you the league at this point, so you're kind of toast. Uh, Jimmy G is not the answer either by by any means. So uh, no, I'm not trading Stafford for Jimmy G, but I'm willing to like dangle Stafford out there to a. To, to another manager who thinks that Stafford might be the answer, that's what I would do. Um, next up, answer. there was another one here. Do I play Singletary over Harris? So Devin Singletary or or Harris? Uh I, close I, to me. That's going to be a I high like shootout game, man. Uh, so. Are you able to tell me Bob real quick if it's half or PP half or full PPR um, I'm gonna wait just a second on that but I feel like I wanna go I mean I, I gotta I gotta search my rankings for them it's just
2: man, I mean, I, well again it, you- it is
1: full. So in that case, I'm going Singletary because he has been catching plenty of passes out of the backfield. Um, last week, he dude, he saw 11 targets. That's that's nuts. Um, that's not gonna happen again. But I mean, Harris sees literally nothing. I mean, two. three, and two. Three. <laughs> um, I mean, Singletary saw that amount the first couple of weeks, but I think teams are starting to finally figure out like they got to shut down the receivers. Yeah, Josh Allen was smart enough to just dump it off, and you know, Baltimore's. You know, good enough to be able to figure that out this week. So,
2: and another thing, yeah, another thing to keep in mind too, Bob, is if, um, if Knox ends up not playing in this game or or is limited because of the injury issues he's dealing with, maybe this does go Singletary's way. Maybe he's the one that's getting those vacated targets from from the Knox. So, I like, uh, I, I still like Singletary over, over Harris. Yeah. Alrighty,
1: let's move on
2: here to
1: our wide receivers and uh, the bus here. DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Darnell <clears throat> Mooney, bleh. um, and Sky Moore I threw him in there just because, man, he got a lot. Uh, Post NFL, yeah, he,
2: he had some, he had some draft. He draft um, coming in right. here
1: so. Again, I'll, I'll let you kind of take take the first one here and and, uh, and roll with it. What's your thoughts?
2: I'm going to leave you your boy so you can defend him, even though I'm right there with you and, and hating life for owning him. Um, I mean, Mooney, we, <laughs> I we've kind of already talked about. Talking but, about. <laughs> this whole offense <laughs> is just – it's just a train wreck right now. Um, I still – find it hard to like fathom dropping a wide receiver one on a team. Um, He should be seeing the volume, but it's just not there because fields is, is not good right now either. I mean, the whole team just is fire of multiple dumpsters uh, continually driving themselves into the grand Canyon. So I'm going to go with DJ Moore I mean, I was excited for more. Um, he, he's kind of just been captain consistency in my mind. You know, he's, he's had different quarterbacks. He's had different coaching staffs. Um, you know, he's had to put up with a lot of bullshit in his career so far, but he's always been very good and, and succeeded. Um, at least from a yardage standpoint, touchdowns have been up and down some years. Um, but I mean it's just it's hard to see him finally falling off and it's like is this because of Baker is it combination of things um, you know got to keep an eye on and CN- CMC though if he doesn't play this week you know Baker's got to find somebody that he trusts hopefully that's more so maybe he bounces back a little bit this week but if CMC gets healthy quick and and starts demanding more targets, I think it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be a rough ride for DJ more owners.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I it's just it's the quarterback play in my opinion. Like it's just again, it's like with who well, I I guess I've gotta say him, right? Just because you, you told me I had to basically it is Alan Robinson. Like we thought he was quarterback proof and maybe yeah, he's I, not, I, you know you the, the, it's the guy quarterback is that, that bad that I guess get- <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it.
2: Yeah. And unfortunately Alan
1: Robinson this year, like he has proven it doesn't matter who the quarterback is now, like he might just be washed. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, the, the offense does not seem to be even closely revolving around him. Um you know, week two like week one was weird, like they just like didn't run him in routes. Like the I forget who they playing they kind of like bracketed coverage at allen and then like let cup run free which was the stupidest thing ever uh week two allen you know caught four out of five and uh you know eventually eventually figured it out um but it's it's not i I don't really know what to do with with him like i just feel like you're getting zero from, from him in a trade so i think he's just kind of a whole and I apologize, guys. Happen. I know my mic's screwing up. I'm trying to fix it as I'm talking. That's why I keep not. I keep trying to like wiggle the cord here, but it's just not fixing itself. So I apologize.
2: Um, it ain't gonna fix itself if you've been wiggling it this long, son.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I've, I've I've tried, Mike. He's not I'm unplug it. Just, it just, no
2: comment. Now you're. just, I try, I now you're just wasting I I, time. I've I've tried.
0: It's all right. You sound like the Tech Mobo intro.
2: Yeah. 8-bit. The <laughs> yeah. i bought 8-bit Joe. Yeah. This is all part I, of... I his, know what you do before. Shake it once.
1: Shake it. What's it? Twice. Shake it three <laughs> times. Your play. Yeah. I'm okay,
2: done. well, this beer break is bought to you by <laughs> Cold Runnings. <laughs> I'm
1: going to unplug and plug that gang.
2: Uh... AJ, go to the... Uh... Uh, yeah you said the yeah, all, all right, right. fine We're back. all right uh say cold ipa uh pretty heady it's from from wrong crowd beer company in shout out westchester the dub C, pa um yeah i i uh, i like this one it's pretty good so hey you're back okay so
1: you're just... in my back do i sound like ass all right uh so well, we have a question right. too Yes. Who is sleeper? We're gonna... going to pick a sleeper tight end. Do those exist?
2: <laughs> um, yeah. they're every tight end not drafted.
0: Evan Ingram, maybe he runs the routes. It's just he did not have a good game last week.
1: No, I mean, like I feel like with tight ends, right, the guys who haven't been drafted, and like if they're still out there, I'm just gonna give you some names of some guys that might be on the waiver wire that are, are playing well, who maybe your league is sort of sleeping on. They might not be sleepers at this point.
0: You know, it is the Emmitt
1: Ingrams. Uh, he's seeing lots of routes. He's seeing lots of targets at this point. Uh, not a good game of week three. There's Mike uh, in the sky, I talked about. Um, Logan Thomas is one. who had an amazing week three, but not, not so good the first two weeks. Um, uh, uh, we're gonna talk about him. I feel like, but Tyler Conklin. I mean, I guess sleeper at this point. If you even remotely think this Bears offense is going to like figure out that they probably should throw the ball more than eleven times a game, Cole Komet? because I'm guaranteeing he's been dropped in tons and tons and tons of leagues. So, uh, yeah, and uh, but. Bob- Bob saying Kusecki is one. Although, if Tua is not around, who the hell knows? Like, I don't know what to think about this offense with him. I got to really look into this one. Uh, But yeah, Kusecki is one who's going to be probably inconsistent uh, because they do have Hill and Waddle. But Kusecki's been 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 playing well, so um, at times. So yeah, he's he's another one. Anyway, Uh, all right. Let's go to these overperformers
2: here. Or are did we, we going... do the bus? No, we didn't do the yeah, wide so receiver. Yes, the bus real quick. It, it, it
1: is Pitts, it's Komet, and it's Albert. O. Wait. Who do you want?
2: Give us we didn't a even do the it. wide receiver overperformers yet.
1: Oh, did we skip that? My bad. I'm I'm all because yeah. my mic's screwing up, man. You guys are yelling at me. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. We'll go to wide receiver perfor- over overperformers. Okay.
2: So again, we'll do some quick fire. We got Amon Ra Saint Brown. We got Christian Kirk. We've got Drake London and Garrett Wilson is our rookie combination of overperformance. Go ahead and pick one first. Uh, I'm
1: going to take... I'm going to take Garrett Wilson. I like this guy's talent. He was the number one draft receiver for a reason. Here's why I'm selling high. Um, This offense, as much as I don't like Joe Flacco, this offense is not going to be the same when Zach Wilson returns. Zach Wilson likes to improvise and they're going to probably run a little more. Um, Joe Flacco is a gunslinger. I mean, and that's what he's known for as much as he's not good, but it was working, right? I mean, Tons of targets. Now, the one thing going for, you know, Zach Wilson, too, right, is they're still going to probably be behind in plenty of games. Um, So maybe he's going to have to pass the ball a bunch. But Garrett Wilson, out of any of these other guys we mentioned, is probably the only sell high I have on the board
2: here. Okay. Okay sorry i i had to laugh because uh sidebar um that last segment where i just watched you talking on the video you reminded me of a of a young larvel jones from police academy and uh mr michael winslow the real name you want to (laughs) fight Fight me that's what you look like so yeah anyway uh (laughs) glad i can use you me too. At least you're good at something. Um, okay, we'll go to mm-hmm. my conversation here. Uh, I mean, I I'm buying into Aman. I liked him coming in this year. Unfortunately, uh, people liked him a lot more than I did, and everybody grabbed him. Um, I'm going to talk about Kirk because I think he is. Uh, he's definitely a surprise. I don't know if he's going to be this good the entire season. Um, But if he is, then kudos to everybody that has him because you are going to ride that train forever. Uh, You know, we talked about Dougie Peterson and, and you know, his uh, mentorship and coaching with Trevor Lawrence, actually making Lawrence look like a worthwhile franchise quarterback after Urban Meyer tried to completely destroy that idea um, last year, so I'm looking forward to this weekend, man. Birds, Birds, Jags, welcoming Dougie P back.
1: It's gonna be an emotional day. Lots of stuff going on,
2: but uh, if if Kirk has to uh, go up against, you know, the Slaymaker, it's gonna be bad. It's going to be like Justin Jefferson week two all over again. So you might not want to play Kirk this week, but coming weeks I'm all for. It.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you say that, but I mean, McLaurin still had a pretty decent week this past week. So I think it's not Kirk. Isn't like, like your normal number one where like, you know, he's running the outside routes. He's, you know, yeah, sort he's, of a slot know, he's, sort of underneath he's, he's guy, like he's gonna be all stuff. over the place. So I think he can make things happen, but uh we do have another question here. My from from Gits here on YouTube. My team is Gino and Stafford. I'm hoping you drafted Stafford first. <laughs> I'm kidding, I know you did. Um Jonathan Taylor, JK Dobbins, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Jacoby Myers, TJ Hawk, uh, Elijah Moore. The bench is pretty bad. I don't like my team. What kind of trade should I look for? You know, this seems tough, man, because mm-hmm. you, you've been sort of hit with the the Stafford slow start, and I do think he's going to pick it up, but it's still sort of a you know crummy start for him. I don't think we're getting what we got from him last year. Jonathan Taylor hasn't lived up to what we were hoping as the number one like lockdown pick. J.K. Dobbins has been hurt. You know, last week he came back, but limited. Cooper Cup, awesome. Mike Evans suspended for a game. Jacoby Myers hurt. G.G. Hawkinson's been kind of bad. It, you've just been hit by like a bunch of like bad situations all at the same time. And it's pretty it's irritating. I have a few teams like this too. Um I don't know, man. This this is tough. Like it, I'd have to like look at a bench and 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 you know, we don't have time to get into it on the show, but you know, honestly. Uh depending on what you've got as far as like backup receivers, this looks like a pretty deep league. Um in my opinion, if Myers is your third receiver, uh maybe Elijah Moore were supposed to be and you just threw Myers in there. But um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to trade and find guys off the waiver wire, in my opinion, in, in, in a league like this. I think you just have to hope that like Jonathan Taylor can get things going. Dobbins can come back and start really rolling through in this. Oh, you said twelve man actually. So he did. He did actually answer that before I even asked, and I didn't see it. Um, I think he just has to hope like Dobbins can get more involved in the Ravens' running game, which we know can just be amazing. Um, Evans is back. Cup is good. Stafford is gonna at least hold down the fort more weeks than not. I feel like. Uh it's it's that third receiver, I feel like, that you've got to upgrade somehow. Um I traded Patterson and Connor for JT. Did I win?
2: Ooh. Uh um, Patterson and James Connor.
1: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. probably
2: I hate it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean Jonathan Taylor,
1: you know. <laughs> We've seen this time and time again with Frank Reich. Like he just he needs to get his head out of his ass, and like he needs to run Jonathan Taylor more. Like he needs to stop thinking he's got, you know, an MVP Carson Wentz playing quarterback for him when he's got, you know, crappy Carson Wentz and old man Matt Ryan playing quarterback for him, and he's just like, oh, we're just gonna throw the ball forty times a game. Stop it. (laughs) <laughs> Run this damn ball with your best player by a lot. So um yeah, I think you won that trade. Maybe not in the short term, but I think
2: Overall, in the long term, I, like I think that
1: trade, you know, Jonathan Taylor will be that difference maker that is is gonna is gonna be worth it for you. So I know it's I know it's hard looking at it now because you know you're looking at what CPAT did last last week and you're going like, oh my god. Uh but <laughs> I think JT going to make up for it. So I think it'll be fine. But all right. All right, man. Tight end. Uh, tight end. Kinda, so rapid fire, man. Kyle Pitts, yeah. Cole Komet, Albert, Oguna
2: I mean, Pitts, we kind of touched on last week. Komet, you kind of touched on earlier.
1: Always the same people listening. So what you got? Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I, I think um, Pitts has definitely been the biggest bust um, as far as an a top tier tight end and and comet's been you know the the back end sleeper pick if you missed out on on the top tier guys he's been a bust so and and Albert Albert O was right there with him too I feel like those were two guys that I knew I was gonna target late so you know, I think of of all these guys, Pitts is the biggest disappointment so far because of the draft stock you put in to get him. Um, you know, especially in like a tight end premium league, you know, you're you're not happy right now with with him as your tight end one. Um, that said, I feel like he is better than what he's shown. I mean, well, I know he's better than what he's shown. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm looking for some upside here. I'm still holding him. Um, yeah, I mean that's you, you. You paid that much for him. You've got to hold him at this point. Yeah, you can't just it, cut him because you're selling so Or pennies with a dollar him, at this but, point. Yeah, I mean you're going mean, to be, and that's
1: the problem with with a guy like Pitts. Like if you, you know, if you took the chance on him this year and he didn't pan out. You've kind of just got a hold, right? You know, at this point. Yeah. So I agree with you. The other guys, commit and Albert O. Like I already said, commit. Bye bye. You're yeah. gone. Albert O. He's cuttable too, man. And I mean, it's yeah. really all there is to it, like with those two guys. So I think we because can just move there's on.
2: other guys that you're gonna find you can stream you know, that we're Logan gonna Thompson, talk about right Conklin. here.
1: I, for one, just literally this morning, cut Cole Commit for Tyler Conklin in my in my home league with my with yeah. my family. Uh, I can't do that in most leagues. Conklin's gone, but yeah, it's... Um, thanks. Yeah, I, I mean, really our, our, our over-performers here, we've got
2: <laughs> Higby. We've, you know, for as bad as, you know, Stafford's been, Cup has definitely been his usual self, and Higby's been, like, the best next player. So he's been very oh, good kidding? so far. Um, Conklin, who we just talked about, Evan Ingram we touched on earlier, Logan Thomas we touched on earlier, I mean, these are all of our overperformers. It sounds like you kind of like all of them. Um, I mean, I I uh, do. Like, how are you ranking these guys? Like, for for
1: rest of the season, of the I season. would rank them: Higby.
2: Yeah, I mean, Dude, it's it's a it's like a two A two B.
1: Higby, Thomas, Conklin, Ingram.
2: I still don't believe Ow. in Ingram. Okay. I still just don't. Um,
1: okay. I, I just don't. I mean,
2: fair like, enough. I. I
1: Conklin is is one of those like you know he's been he's been thriving on the fact that Flacco I think is throwing him the ball. I just I just don't believe in it as much. Um, yeah. And so yeah, you know, I might I, I might I think... get burned by making that swap for for to Conklin this week, but I just come uh, mean come on, commit give me like two points a game. Well, right now, so whatever.
2: I, I will say you know. <laughs> Conklin was was valuable, you know, relatively um, when he was in Minnesota because they had Irv Smith, who was very similar to an Evan Ingram or, um, you know, an Njoku early in his season uh, or career. So, you know, there's always this other guy that's there. And, you know, Conklin outperformed Irv Smith in a lot of games. Um But I do think that, you know, with Wilson coming back, he's going to look more towards the receivers, guys he's comfortable with. Um, But I I still think that there can be a good chemistry there with with Conklin. Um, But I, I would probably go Higby, Thomas, Ingram, Conklin. Because of the TV switch and the unknown. Isn't that, no, you said uh, you said Conklin Ingram. I think. I don't know. Let's move on to rankings.
1: No, as you said, but all right, yeah. All right. So I don't know. yeah. We're gonna try to all go right. quickly through these. We realize we were a little long-winded on that one. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll go through these rankings. This is where AJ and you know Mike from the Sky will uh will will chime in. And ask me some questions about my rankings for this week and uh
2: And you don't yeah. have much to go on this week because we first question sucks. Yeah. This one is not the best be good. one though. Uh, Russell Wilson still ranked as a QB one for you this week. Why? <sighs> what are you thinking? I dude, honestly, I,
1: I don't love it either. Um Full disclosure, at this point in the week, um, with the rankings, it it is a little bit of the numbers do the talking, the projections do the talking a little bit, and then you know I politics.
2: Okay, I asked him well, why you have Russell Wilson as QB twelve. What's wrong with you? Because he's playing Vegas. Is
1: that enough of an answer? They've allowed the third most <laughs> points to quarterbacks this this week or this year. <laughs> If there is any oh, yeah. week Russell Wilson's gonna get right, it's this week, right? It's gotta happen. Please. <laughs> so many of us are relying on this team One to figure dream. it out. And, uh, it's just gotta happen. So I don't know. That that's that's my answer. I don't feel great about it. I'm not gonna lie, but but it's where kind of things you. fall. Honestly, like some of the projections put him way higher than that, and I didn't feel good about it, and. That's where I put him instead. So, yeah, I didn't. I didn't go. Well, I didn't go as high as I probably should have.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he did. All right. So, running backs here. We've got uh, two that are not names we would typically be talking about, but because of injury concerns, they are. Got our boy VT proud Khalil Herbert and Mr. J Will up in Detroit because uh Monty obviously is leaning towards probably not playing uh, for a while. And Swift is also questionable. I mean, you got you've got these guys where exactly? What is it? 8 8 and 10? 8 or 9 and 11? Somewhere in there. Uh
1: I right I now write that down. have Herbert
2: 10th, okay, so 10th and 12th, I believe. Yeah,
1: um, it's 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 a bold move, I get it. Um, I mean, come on, look at what he look at what he did last week, uh, in you know, what three quarters of a game. It's uh, the the giants still are not a phenomenal defense, you know, by any means, so. I am um, looking at their running backs. You know they've allowed the f- sixth most points allowed to running backs. Yeah, what do the Bears like to do? They definitely don't like to pass; they like to run. So Khalil <laughs> Herbert has got to be able to, at least, you know, get it done again. Yeah, you know, like I am not expecting thirty point nine points again, but uh, Herbert is definitely in the discussion for top ten, top twelve running backs. Yeah. I, I don't think that that's that's such an agreement now. Obviously, if Montgomery randomly plays. We got a different story, so well
2: yeah, just will be me uh, but i'm I'm I knew, and I assuming, knew that going into this question, yes. but I felt like this was an egregious lift like this was almost replacing full on in your rankings. I feel like these players obviously Swift probably would have been ahead of Monty, but he's probably
1: higher than Monty would have been,
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying um. Uh, so, By quite a bit,
1: actually. Monty yeah. would not have been there. Monty is a—he's he, like he's like he just he's like a—he sl- just runs into the back of people and just like tries to figure it out. Like he's just a plotter at this point. Like that's what he does. So like you know, you it, eventually it'll work. But um, yeah, so. I know the uh-huh. next guy you brought up was Jamal Williams. So I'm just <laughs> going to cut right to it. Yeah. Again, playing another defense, not playing very good right now in Seattle. They they've allowed the 11th most points to uh, to running backs. Probably no Swift. So, you know, I, I know there's there's Craig Reynolds and a couple <laughs> other guys that, that might I take saw some him snaps. in your because I was
2: like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Please, please stop. I was like, well, hey, no, I mean, we'll, Reynolds, Reynolds the, will,
1: uh... will get some carries. And, and yeah. for a running back, desperate team, you know, he's flex consideration. You know, he's he's in the, the 45 territory. Um, he'll see some carries, but this is going to be a large percentage of Jamal Williams at this point. So yeah. um, I think that that's what we've got to go for here with, with him. So All moving
2: right. on. All right, Mike, go ahead and uh, hit your question up.
0: All right, all right. So here's my question here, Joe. Josh Jacobs ranked as consensus running back number twenty-five. I'm kind of curious why you got him five spots higher than consensus. This is kind of not like you, especially for Josh Jacobs.
1: Oh, I guess we skipped the question. I was looking I was waiting for something else. I no, I had all I, my stuff I, ready
2: for the next one. Oh, I took that one off.
1: Ah, oh, thanks. I was not ready for that. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Josh Jacobs is an interesting one to me. Um, I guess it's, you know, it's another one of those, like he's just seeing such a high volume in that offense when he's on the field. Um, so volume plays. Denver is not a great scenario there, but I mean, you're kind of hoping with a Josh Jacobs who sees as much volume as he does, then maybe he'll fall into the fall into the end zone. And if he does, I mean RB twenty five is money in the bank. RB twenty is money in the bank. You know, at that point, follow the end zone. You're probably you're probably in the top twenty running backs every week. Najee Harris has done it. I was just gonna say. say say (laughs) So
0: this is more. This has (laughs) also an attribution to the fact that RBs are just kind of stinking
1: right. They suck right now. So it's more like you know he's got a little bit of you know he can just kind of trip into the end zone from the the two-yard line, one-yard line, and make it work.
2: Yeah. But then replay will come If he doesn't, he'll he'll be (laughs) RB40.
1: So I might really eat that one.
2: (laughs) All right. Sweet. Let's talk about some receivers. So the one I put down here, I mean, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, You still have him at, I believe, 13 right now so just outside the key or the the wide receiver one conversation here um but you are too higher than the ecr i mean are you banking on the fact that well the football team sucks the the football team anymore? cd is yeah. yeah 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 they're the football team that's what they will be known as okay um Mm-hmm. I mean C D is C D is obviously a, a top tier receiver, but he doesn't have Dak there and Cooper Rush is
1: you know, not Yo. Cooper
2: Cup. C D Lamb.
1: Did you see the last game? C D Lamb missed a yes, like a I touchdown. Like that was a touchdown. Uh look, he is still seeing an enormous amount of targets, even with Cooper Rush there. Yeah. The commanders are awful, as yeah. we said. Sorry. Sort of hiccup there at the same time. Uh so yeah, it, it's it's oh, a combination of the commanders are terrible on defense and and I'm watching Mixon just get stonewalled on the goal line. Holy crap, what is happening? Um uh, somehow Miami is winning more. this game without Tua, by the way. All I mean, Bridgewater, hey, he's fine. I guess he you know he's they're serviceable
2: journeyman
1: yeah so i mean like honestly like i i could put cd lamb a couple of spots higher and and i wouldn't blink an eye like i could put him above mm-hmm. aj brown you know and i wouldn't blink an eye who i have at 10 right now you know i think he's still that good it's just the cooper rush you know aspect of it yeah. does kind of bring his it's his ceiling down just a bit but he's been he's still been decent with him, so it's it's fine,
0: man.
2: Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Mike, who you got?
0: All right, Joe. So you have DK Metcalf, eight spots lower in the consensus this week at wide receiver 31 compared to 23 for consensus. Are we finally out on DK after three weeks? Keep in mind, just going back to your volume argument, you know, volume plays here. We're looking at a guy who's 21st in wide receivers and targets. I know that you know sounds bad, but it's only three less than Cortland Sutton, who you have ranked 15 this week. So I'm, I'm just a little curious about that. Uh,
1: I get the volume plays and volume plays when the the volume is actually good. And I don't think anybody is thinking that the volume from shockingly, the volume from Cooper Rush has been better than the volume from Geno Smith.
2: <laughs> I don't. Sorry,
1: guys, I hate to break it to you, but I don't believe the numbers. Um, so with 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 DK, right? I mean, he's caught he caught seven of seven in week one for a whopping thirty six yards. <laughs>
0: Woo-hoo!
2: I mean, that was against Denver, so That's a,
1: that's a good <laughs> rushing line. <laughs> uh he caught 4 of 6 for 35 the next week. Then last uh, week, fine. He caught 5 of 12 for 64 and he finally caught like it was like an amazing touchdown catch. But the point is it's just like it's it's not good. I know the matchup is good. Detroit's really not great against, you know, anybody right now. Um so it's just more like the 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 quality of targets he's getting is just not good I mean Gino likes to run around back there and do his thing and you know he's just I don't know it's just I've watched a couple you know because these Seattle games are on later in the day so you, you get a lot more you know TV time than some of the other ones it's it just doesn't look good for him you know DK has that capability of just busting one out for like 60 yards and a touchdown, and then he'll be a top 10 receiver that week, but it just hasn't happened and it just doesn't look very good for him. So uh we do have a question though before you guys move on to tight ends here, real quick. Um, uh, from uh it's like a three-part question here. So we'll quickly get through these. Here it's SSJ Visca 10. Uh been offered two trades. Love to get our opinion. One. Receiving Josh Jacobs, giving up Scary Terry, or the other one is I'm receiving Mike Evans and giving up Amari. Giving me a headache. I feel like I got to do it, but man, Amari's been good. Oof. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I am not doing Josh Jacobs for Terry McLaurin. That is out. I'm not doing that. I don't I know McLaurin hasn't been awesome yet, but I I can't I can't do that. Jo, I, I, no. I think I think McLaurin is still a top fifteen receiver overall in this league, and Josh Jacobs is just a guy. You know, he he, he gets volume, but it's not great volume at this point. This Mario Mike Evans ones does sort of is conflicting to me. I, I like you know, as everybody knows who has listened to the show many times, I hate Amari Cooper. But man, something with him and yeah. Brissett has yeah. clicked. Has That's
2: clicked, all he needed.
0: Dude. He just like, needed a what?
2: really average quarterback and a new. uh did have that with Derek Khan. <laughs> hmm. I mean. Yeah. Anyway, no,
1: I'm keeping Mike Evans. Uh, He's been kind of whatever, but Mike Evans is the dude in in Tampa. He's at least the red zone guy there, right? And so Amari's going to go off from time to time. Mike Evans is going to be more consistent for you, and that's what I like more than Amari.
2: Yeah, I I, I think I'd agree with both of those. I'd like... I think I like Jacobs a little more than you, but I do have a fear of the Abdullah Bolden effect, um, and then yeah, I'm not, I'm not really worried about that some of much, that but... volume. Um, you know, well, it's going to make an average player even less average. So, but yeah, Amari, I would give up Amari for for Evans, absolutely. So, oh, I think. They- Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what. It he, was. Yeah, him receiving Mike Evans and giving him. A, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, sell high on Amari. Yeah, bingo. Yeah, in fact, Absolutely. isn't that the dude you had up there as a sell high in your notes? Oh no, you're, um,
2: you're, you're um I have. That would have been mine. <laughs> that would have. No, been mine. Yeah, we, we had different notes
1: earlier. We were going to do the show differently. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right. So time. tight ends.
2: Tight ends. Here we've got. I mean, we kind of already talked about these guys too. uh Logan Thomas and Conklin. Yeah. Not much. I mean, they're, to say both, here. they're both pretty, pretty close in your rankings. Um, I, I just feel like if, if you have belief in them, um, yeah, I, I would have expected them to be maybe a little higher, but I think I get the Conklin with, you know, with what I was saying. With, well, with, uh, I think with,
1: with Conklin, right. It's that, um, yeah, I mean Pittsburgh's not what they used to be, but they're still a pretty good defense, right? So give give that some credit. It is Zach Wilson's first game back, so you gotta you know yeah. dock him down. I also just don't really. I mean, let's be real. Like, is Conklin really going to keep this up? Who the hell knows, man? Like, it just seems a little unbelievable. Like, I mean, I, it is very hard to rank Conklin over dudes like. George Kittle and Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz and who he yeah. has finished ahead of every single yeah. week it feels like um, he's moved up the rankings every week for me but it's just another one of those like I don't know and then Logan Thomas I actually have him ranked higher than than most and and that's just one of those yeah,
2: um, yeah I mean he got him four up on ECR so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, and and I, that was that was a that, that was one of those, you know, like the numbers did their thing and then I kind of manually moved him up there. Yeah. Uh, last week was bad for him, but the weeks before that has has been pretty good, you know. Um he he's a red zone guy. He's a big guy. We know that as a Hokie. Um last week just I mean, it was everything went wrong game. for the Commanders <laughs> last week. So, I yeah. know people are just, you know, kind of crapping on that but no and i I believe logan thomas could be a top 15 tight end every week he's healthy he's just that guy you know he's gonna catch four or five balls every week and you know well okay well maybe not four he'll get four or five targets every week catch three or four for you know 30 to 40 yards and if he scores it's even better You catch four passes for 40 yards to the tight end. You're top 15 every week. I guarantee it.
2: (laughs) So, all right, let's rip through some injuries here. Um, So quarterback, not too much really to talk about here. I mean, Mac Jones dealing with an ankle injury did not practice. Uh, Winston is dealing with a back. He is questionable. Uh, Mac Jones. Sorry. is doubtful. Um, He's not playing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not worried about those two. So, uh dalvin cook we had as questionable originally today but looks like positive update he was a full practice today that's uh, okay how the
1: hell do you play with that he keep knew me I would be like we're, we're dead we're we're out. out. <laughs> exactly
2: um connor we talked about earlier questionable with the knee cmc we also talked about questionable with the thigh uh monty questionable with an ankle Melgo go questionable with neck swift uh, also questionable with a shoulder. Uh, I mean, I feel like they'd be wise to just hold him out. I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? Uh, with swift swift?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's not playing. Um, I want to get your thoughts on CMC. I mean, like just another, another thing. Well, I mean, I mean, everything that I've, I've been looking
2: at I, and I've, depleted myself of all shares of him this year um <laughs> i i just think you know he's this has looked like it's worse than last year so well at least last year when he played he was awesome this
1: year oh, when yeah. he's played he's been kind of mediocre but uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah man if somebody honestly he's it. another one of those like if somebody wants to take him off my hands for a good haul I probably will let him have him. Like, let him oh, be yeah. somebody else's problem. I maybe if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But man, you're gonna get a haul for him. Well, I, feel I mean, like if he
2: if it. he misses three weeks, and the haul you get back, you know, puts you in even better position in your league. You know, hopefully you're already you, in good position. you a bunch so, of
1: depth, and you know, yeah. you you could probably still get really good talent for him. We got a question though from uh, Ring Chesson over here. Um, QB Wilson Mariota running back Taylor Barkley J- Javante Williams wide receivers Evan S- Sutton Curtis Samuel Palmer Hollins Titan Waller and Njoku. Thoughts 10 team.
0: It's uh <sighs> it's ring chasing, not chasing.
1: Chasen, sorry.
2: Ring chasing chasing rings.
1: Ah, I got it. Ring chasing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Um I mean, I like it outside. You're probably struggling with a quarterback. Ten uh, team league, you need a better quarterback than that. So, um, what happened, AJ? Where'd you go? <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like honestly, like you you were you waited on quarterback a little bit in a ten teamer, and Wilson's got to come around. Uh, the rest of this is is looking really good. You know, you got hurt with the Evans and, you know, suspension. Uh, Wilson and Sutton have been good together, but Wilson not separately. I mean, it, it's a fine team. Ten teams, though, you you do need to figure out how to go get a really, really good quarterback, and Wilson's just sadly not it right now. So I have lost AJ, so I am going to rip through the – injuries myself here. So real quick, Greg, uh, Dolch, uh, Arizona questionable with back limited practice teammate Rondell Moore er questionable with a hamstring limited practice. Gabe Davis, Buffalo ankle did not practice today. Amon Ross St. Brown questionable. The angry ankle injury did not practice. That's a new one. Uh, I was not aware that, that was going to happen. So, you know, we're, we're already kind of dealing with, um, you know, other injuries on that team, obviously. So Josh Reynolds, you know, could be a guy that, that were, you know, really kind of targeting. Um, I, I, I mean, I'd say it was a new injury. I think we kind of knew it coming out of the, this last game. It I didn't really think it was serious, but he didn't practice. That's on a Thursday. That's not good. Uh, Alan Lazard ankle limited practice. Probably fine. Zay Jones ankle did not practice. That kind of was, that was kind of new. So maybe Marvin Jones becomes more of a thing uh obviously Christian Kirk we know is 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 good here Marquez Valdez scantling abdomen questionable did not practice Hunter Renfro still not practicing with that concussion so fire up those Mac Holland shares possibly again Jacoby Myers questionable knee, limited practice Jarvis Landry uh New Orleans ankle limited practice uh Julio Jones Russell Gage Chris Godwin all questionable however Chris Godwin's the only one who didn't practice. So I think the rest are probably uh, leaning toward practice or playing, but uh, Godwin is, is on the wrong side of that. I have a couple of extras to add here. Keenan Allen was limited in practice with that hamstring. So got to keep an eye on that one. Unfortunately, we're all really, really hoping he comes back, but I just don't think it's, it may not happen again. Unfortunately, Michael Thomas, questionable with a foot injury that he got last week, uh, did not practice as well. And then also interesting is Sterling Shepard, we know is out with the ACL injury, but the real question is like, who's the next man up? And honestly, do we really care? There he is. What's up, AJ? Um, so uh, Sterling Shepard, if you want to jump into this conversation that I'm having with myself, uh, he You'll is out. AJ. So who who's the next man up here? uh, for the giants. And do we care? I mean, we got Galladay, uh, we got Sills, we got <laughs> Richie James, we got, you know, Tony, maybe he figures it out again. Wanda Robinson's hanging out there somewhere,
2: but right now, like who's cool. the
1: guy that you want? I'm mean, sure in I, the shepherd role.
2: The guy you want is, is Tony. Um, well, I think he's not really playing. <laughs> no, I know. Like I mean, it's Richie James. <laughs> James, he's yeah, the, he, I mean, he's I like guy. James, but I'm almost tempted to go back to the Slayton and well, um, I'm I'm done with the Galladay one. Get rid of him if you have How about already. the Kadarius
0: Tony well.
2: That's yeah. Well, that's who I said first.
0: It's a broken down well.
2: Exactly. Um.
1: so here's the thing: snap counts, right? I'm looking at snap counts, right? Uh, Slayton's got 8.8 8 on the year, Tony's got 17.1. Uh, Richie James is at 61, and Davis Sills is at 67. But Richie James has the second most targets on this team. If you guys yeah. have read my target snap count and whatever I call it article that comes out on Thursdays, you guys would know this because I hit this one up in my article.
2: So, we talked about um, it last week too on the show. I mean, that's this. Well, I not, think Richie not James not much, is the, James, I think,
1: the is the short-term answer for you yeah. and like look I'm, I'm not starting him in any league by you know by any means but uh i'm not starting Sills either Galladay, nope nope you off my radar bro sorry i've given you too much credit for the last few years you're Cut. done with me i'm done with you i mean um but I think Richie James could be like uh like a weird weirdly like good PPR like flux play. Like he could see like eight or nine targets and catch like seven of them for 50, 60 yards. He might not score, but that's that's a good that's 13 points. That's a good day for a flux. You know that yeah, for someone that you not weren't horrible planning on playing ever. I, know, I picked up that. Richie James in a couple of leagues. I mean he's on my bench, but uh yeah. All right, oh, well,
2: so who else we got here? Tight
1: ends, man. I'll rip through these. So, uh, Dawson Knox, questionable, limited practice with the back. You mentioned that one earlier. Mm-hmm. David Njoku, knee. Mm, we have an NA, I don't, I've never seen that. <coughs> not active. Um, yeah, meaning uh, not. they
0: did not list if he practiced.
1: All right, all right. So, oh. not, not not applicable. Okay. Oh, um, you could shoot the same, no. you're exactly Update. what I That'd thought be you meant, Dalton Schultz this one shocks me dude
0: easier to type
1: pcl in. injury limited practice so he's actually trending toward playing oof. i i mean if he it, honestly dude if he lines up i i put him in my lineup because tight end sucks but oof, that scares me and then tj hoggison foot limited practice as well i mean it sounds like he's probably just going to play they're just you know same thing last week with him and he played and he actually scored a touchdown. So <laughs> cool. Um, but he hasn't been good either. So I don't know if you got any words on that or we just close things out. No, man, shut it down. Should I, should I close with the intro? Cause, uh, that yeah. was pretty fucking awesome. Um, uh, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to close with the intro, which I don't usually do, but, uh, because David's paying is it. so awesome. I'm going to do it. And, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Good luck in week four. The score right now is twenty to fifteen Bengals. This is a field goal game outside of one mix and touchdown in like the first five minutes of the game, dude. This game is boring. <laughs> Sorry to say. What? Uh yeah, Higgins T Higgins
0: touchdown.
2: touchdown,
1: too. He had a second. Oh, did he score? Yeah. Oh, did they oh I yeah. saw I saw a field goal and then I guess maybe he got reversed. I haven't been like paying that much attention. I thought that was, was earlier a, in the game. Know,
0: that was know, yeah. uh I believe it was second quarter uh yeah, yeah. it was second quarter 250 left oh hand. you
1: know what though i i saw on the scoreboard 16 <sighs> to 13 at one oh, point Jesus. so they must have like reversed it and then i guess maybe Ooh. they scored
2: t higgins uh seven receptions 124 and the touch hey who said you should draft t higgins over chase oh oh who did that I mean, like I say, right.
1: don't draft Chase where he's going. Take Higgins later.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Still having a decent game. So, all
1: right, guys. Good luck this week, and we will uh, see y'all next week. Enjoy, enjoy the intro as the outro. Peace.
2: The Fantasy Six Pack Hour with your hosts. Joe Bob and AJ Appleton. shut <laughs> down.